Hi, my name is Brandon. In today's Daily Cyber, we're going to be talking about how to optimize your security budget. So let's hack at it. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, USADO. USADO is a Canadian-based cybersecurity company that provides 24-7 cybersecurity support and compliance service that align their customers' tolerance for risk, their clients, suppliers, and government contractual mandates. USADO's teams focus on using insights to drive business decisions. There's no need to leave strategies to chance when insights can be used to show what changes need to be made and how to make them. USADO offers multiple services to help companies simplify IT, centralize cybersecurity management, and meet compliance standards. USADO can customize their service to work with your existing IT network and programs. For more information, contact USADO at info at uzado.com or visit their website at www.uzado.com. Okay, so in this Daily Cyber, this is going to be pretty dense information. I've got two articles that I've been reading uh, just to catch up on all the transition, everything that's been going on with phase two in Ontario of companies starting to open up. So I thought these two articles would be kind of hit home uh, when it comes to cybersecurity. So the first one is, uh, got it from, just give me a second here, Dark Reading, and the title is CISO Dialogue, How to Optimize Your Security Budget. Uh, there are many different approaches to managing a security budget, and CISOs organize and prioritize uniquely based on the company, industry, and threats. Three consistent areas of uh, spending are identity access management, uh, IAM, global risk and compliance, GRC, and security operations. And this is from Brett Weilin, uh, CISO of Amazon Prime Video. And he was making some notes in the article, which I'll have the link below. Uh, IAM, identity access management, is always a mess because no one wants to deal with access management, passwords, uh, access sprawl, and so on. GRC, which is government risk compliance, is difficult because there are always new regulations to remain compliant with. Privacy, in particular, is an ongoing challenge. With security operations, levels of effectiveness vary. Uh, Brett Wallen stated, posed several questions for consideration. Is it in-house? Are you outsourcing to an MSSP, a managed security service provider? Uh, how are you measuring effectiveness? It's an area where I often have to retool from a people, process, and technology standpoint. So some of the points that he was giving uh, to take a look at as you're going through your budget, uh, look at three most uh, pro problematic areas. IAM, identity access management, GRC, government risk compliance, and security operations. You can always find things to fix and we'll give you some quick wins. Next is know your industry and how your security program can help the company grow. Next is you will need to be able to consistently communicate the value you're bringing to the, uh, to the table. It's how you will get your budget and importantly, it's how you will keep it. Uh, partnering with business. It's not uh, just a catch-all phrase uh, batted around at security conferences. Learn why it means, learn what it means for your company and be a good partner. Think like an architect. As you build a program, how do the different functions interact with other with each other? How do you uh, how do you plan to grow based on uh, shared communication? And don't be afraid to pull something out if it's not raising the security bar for your company. So some good tips there uh, from and uh, from Brett 
just give me a second here. Brett Whalen, uh, the CISO of Amazon Prime Video. The link to the full article is below. Uh, with changes and with people forecasting uh, because of their reopening and opening up their companies and trying to see which areas they need to work on, there's are some just recommendations. I am, uh, GRC, uh, give me a second here, and security operations. Also, breach compliance would one uh, or breach assessment I would recommend people look at. Cloud security. Uh, which brings me into the next article uh, that I was looking at was, uh, and this was from CISO Mag, 76.36% uh, believe cloud service providers is responsible for security. Uh, now, CISO Mag did a, a survey from all their readers, and what they found was 76.36% said that cloud service providers is entirely responsible for the security of the cloud. While now in the article they say 40%, but the numbers don't really work out. So it's really 23.64% said, uh, stated that it's the cloud consumer's responsibility. So you can see the difference here. One saying it's the uh, CSP, which is the cloud service provider, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, they're responsible for security. Well, only 23% says, no, it's us. It's the consumer, the people who are buying it, who are actually you know, purchasing it, purchasing the service is responsible. Now, looking at these numbers, you can kind of tell the shared responsibility model uh, that Amazon refers it to is really not clear on who's responsible for security. Uh, now, when it comes to Amazon, Here's how they define it. Amazon defines a shared responsible model that says security of the cloud. So let's be let's clarify that of the cloud, which means their hardware, their infrastructure, their their buildings, access points for people's employees to get in uh, and, and manage the servers is the responsibility of the cloud service provider. But security in the cloud. So when you open up a cloud instance, when you put any SaaS uh, infrastructure as a service, platform as a service, whatever that may be, into their uh, service, service, their cloud solution, the responsibility is back on the consumer, right? So it's very important to understand that because I've got these questions that come up as I'm going out and talking to people that, oh, don't worry, uh, I think my, you know, the cloud service provider, they're responsible for the, all the security, so I don't have to worry about that. You know, that's what I've been told or that's what I understand. The truth of the, ma the matter is exactly what I said. The actual infrastructure, the hardware and all that, yes, is Amazon, Google's, Microsoft's responsibility. What you put on those servers, right? what you put in, that, in the cloud is your responsibility. You have to secure it. So whatever that model is, you have to look at hardening it. So work with, if you're already in the cloud and you're... I'm going to say new to the cloud solutions, make sure you do an audit, right? Ask the IT department that did the installation that they can review it. Then have a third-party validation to confirm that it's secure. The reason why I say a third-party validation is so important. This is something that I've learned time and time again uh, being in this industry and just hearing uh, why it's valuable. And what I'm sharing to you is, you don't want the same people that, that did the work validating the work has been done and completed and is up to a certain standard. You want to have a third party come in and validate it. And the reason why that is mistakes are made, things happen, and I'm not saying companies are making mistakes on, on, on purpose, but just things happen. You want to have someone that's maybe a security expert in the field of cloud security come in and audit 
what the IT team did or what your IT managed service company did just to validate that, that everything is secure. It can be redundant, but also could save you uh, a lot of, you know, risk, headache, and potential financial loss. So to do that and make sure it's secure, make sure that it's done properly is, is I highly recommend. All right. Now, if you have any questions about that, please uh, comment below or reach out to me. I think it's extremely important, especially when now we're looking at the new business practices and new business continuity. More and more companies are going to cloud solutions and cloud services to support their infrastructure, support their software, support their data, uh, give access to their their employees as well as uh, partners, whatever that may be. So it's so important that we take the actions now to stay secure. So a lot covered. Uh, some just you know quick topics I wanted to cover about you know the new business model and things that people want to look at. One through my conversation, one important thing is always budget. Second is kind of solutions and technology, and I wanted to bring up the cloud because more and more companies are moving towards the cloud and. Um, video conferencing and cloud solutions from what I've been reading are the two areas that have picked up drastically since uh, end of February, since the COVID-19 pandemic started. So they went on an uptick that a lot of companies started to look at these two solutions. So it's so important to make sure they're secure, make sure you understand your budget. If you have any questions or need any help with budgeting, let me know. Uh, especially when it comes around security, my team can help to strategize and plan with you what you might need, what you want to look at, and just answer answer some good questions that you might have, right? And then ask you some really good uh, technical or business-related questions that you might not be thinking about that we see day in and day out talking to different companies and different industries. Um, the last thing I wanted to cover is there was a notification or... <laughs> Say a couple of days ago, uh, we heard that Verizon and the telecommunication companies in the United States were getting compromised. And it was one of those things that you start to hear online first, uh, but we didn't really hear it through the, the, the actual tech community. Uh, what we weren't seeing any articles, any news, anything along that line. So I know at Usado, our team went on a little bit of a high alert, made sure that we were monitoring our clients and making sure that you know we were keeping an eye on everything just in case something did happen. Uh, we notified all our clients. We lo- notified our, cl- our community just to keep an eye out because you never know when these things start to kind of take, well, start to kind of arise in the network and, and what's happening. We never know if it's really kind of a real breach or until, you know, we get some people to report them and say, yeah, look, there, there's an issue. Uh, so what ended up happening, there was actually a technical issue with uh, with Verizon. Uh, I didn't kind of get into the, the actual article itself, but there was actually a technical issue. They had some problems with their, their telecommunication solution, and then they were able to resolve it, and they were back up and going. But this goes to show that some things are maybe, you know, false negatives, right, where you're like, oh, you know, this, this came up. It wasn't really, or actually, sorry, what would it be, a false positive? No, it would be false negative. Either or, it was a, it was an alert that came up that we had to be aware of, and it ended up not being a, an incident at all. And I think it's important for us to just be keep our ear to the ground when things like this happen, so that you know our teams are on high alert, they're monitoring what's going on, and then you know knock on wood, nothing did happen. But at least at that point, they were able to say, you know, we were good, nothing happened, no one got compromised, and we we were good to keep going with all the other things that we're working on. 
So that's it for the, the technical side of uh, cybersecurity. The one thing I want to talk about, and I had a conversation this morning uh, with, actually I've been having several conversations, to be honest with you, about this one point. And what it is, is work-life balance. Uh, since people now are working from home, and what we're hearing is that the efficiency has gone up. People are, are thinking about, you know what, maybe this work from home strategy is a better thing. Uh, companies are looking at to uh, reduce their footprint when it comes to their office space, maybe downsize just because they don't need the same amount of staff coming in the office. All these great things. The one thing that I'm hearing that came up uh, Monday of this week was that the work-life balance is actually is actually changed, meaning that people are now at home and they're able to spend more time with their family and their kids, but they're working more. They're working longer. They're not taking breaks, right? And one of the my colleagues was who's a, a director was saying he's finding the efficiency's gone up, but he's also finding that now they're not taking breaks because normally you could tell when they're offline or they're taking a break or you know maybe they're they've gone for a walk or went for lunch or whatever that may be. But now he's saying like, yeah, you can kind of see a trend, right, from his staff and his team that they're not taking breaks and they're working longer. So they're working like earlier in the morning and later in the afternoon or e even the evening. So what does that mean? Over time and distance, right, they're going to burn out, right? If they're they're, they're going to burn out and they're probably not going to be happy with their job and what they're doing, right? Because you need kind of that work-life balance. You need that enjoyment. Don't work, Don't get me wrong. I mean, work hard, you know, put your time in. You know, enjoy what you do, but you also need to take a break, go for a walk, uh, get some sun, you know, get some food, you know, get hydrated, you know, all these great things because, and I remember reading an article months back, probably even last year or longer, talking about the sitting is the new, new health disease, right? For sitting for long periods of time and not taking a break and not moving can really affect your health. Well, if we're working from home and we're not taking breaks, that's so important. It's so important to get moving, especially guys like myself that are, you know, sitting in front of a desk, sitting in front of, you know, couple monitors you can see in the background. And I got three monitors that I'm sitting in front of and just constantly pounding it out. Well, even myself, I have to remind myself, at, you know, every hour to two hours to get up, walk around, take a break. And just keep moving. I know for me, I've got a Bluetooth headphones as I'm doing calls. I'm actually standing up and walking around my office to make sure I'm moving. Because if I don't do that, I know I will sit for hours and hours on end uh, and I won't move. And that will now, for me, I'll get tightness in my hamstring and I have different, you know, health, you know, health issues in the sense of tightness in my back, my hamstrings and so forth. So it's so important, I know for me, is to keep moving, keep stretching, kind of, you know, keep the body uh, flowing, make sure I keep hydrated. And I'm sharing that with you because it's great to be efficient. It's great to get some work done, but it's also to, for longevity, for your thinking, for your clarity, for troubleshooting, everything that we have to do is make sure that, that we take care of ourselves and we keep, you know, have that work-life balance. So make sure you do that. If you have any questions about that, you know, look it up, Google it, you know, see different strategies of taking breaks, you know, putting stuff in your calendar and just to balance out. It's just so important to look after yourself and especially with all the stressors that are going on with the changes, the forecasting, the risks, uh, when it comes to cybersecurity, the landscape is changing, how business continuity is changing. It's so important to be able to take care of your health because we have to be running on, you know, all nine cylinders you know, as we're going and being able to deliver 
right, for ourselves and for our company. So just important to, to look after yourself. So I wanted to add that in just it's a key point as a reminder for me, as well as just something for you to make sure you stay healthy. And then, you know, you're able to have a joyful, successful career and, you know, keep helping the, your colleagues around you and, and stay healthy. So that's it for today's video. All the links for the articles are going to be in the description below. So if you have any questions about uh, what I've uh, mentioned, just check, take a look at the articles and comment below. Uh, if you're new to my podcast, um, like, comment, and share. Uh, share amongst your community, amongst your colleagues, amongst your friends. My goal is to give as much value and much education as I can to help out people just stay protected and use uh, cybersecurity strategies to help protect themselves and their business. So that's it for today's uh, Daily Cyber. I just want to remind you, don't forget, software is hackle, being connected is vulnerable. I'll see you next Daily Cyber.